This week on Excelsior Journeys, I am welcoming back to the show Melissa Hurt. Melissa is a, an author. She is a performer. She is an instructor. She is a mentor. She is a counselor. And she is the host of the Genuine Creative Podcast, the newest addition to the Once Upon a Podcast Network. I am so excited to have her here so that she can tell you all about this amazing show that we have lined up for you. So, JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for you? And that's you, why the I moment. taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills of Ariel. I've got better things to do tonight than so die. jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater with and saying, I'm going to write home. I'm rather sense. impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the corner. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. You know, yeah. throw some spaghetti yeah. against the wall. See this if it is sticks. George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for tuning in for over 190 episodes. We're getting so close to number 200. Still trying to figure out a really good way to celebrate that milestone. If you have any ideas, please let me know. And if you're in the St. Louis area, I hope to see you at Spine Indie Bookstore and Cafe. There have been a lot of people that have been asking who do not have the Clubhouse app, how can I listen to the Excelsior audio drama? And as I noted during last week's episode, the show has been rebranded as Excelsior, the audio journey to fit with the subtitle for parts two and three. And so for those of you who have been asking, and if you're in the St. Louis area, Come out to Spine Indie Bookstore and Cafe on Sunday, April 23rd. The festivities are going to start at about 12.30 p.m. We're going to be playing the entire show, all edited together as one big episode. It's going to happen that day, at that location, at that time. So I hope to see you there for all of you who are in the St. Louis area. And the other big project that I have going on other than the audiobooks as I've said before I I currently have four audiobooks that are all in various stages of production and the other main thing that I have going on right now is the Once Upon a Podcast network I always said that this needed to be a creative centric network it needed to be something with shows that celebrate these creatives that really give them the tools that they need to succeed. So it needs to inspire them. It needs to motivate them. It needs to celebrate them. Yes. It needs to educate them. And a major element that I believed really needed to be a part of this network and needed to rejuvenate them. It needed to get them out of the mindsets that really drag so many of creatives down. We all deal with anxiety. We deal with depression. We deal with perfectionism. We definitely deal with imposter syndrome. There's a whole lot that that really that impairs us from getting our work out there. And I knew that there needed to be a show that's that basically allows the listener to 
to be to be welcomed in, you know, to basically just to discuss these sort of these sort of issues that are always bringing us down. And it needs to be led by someone who is a creative themselves and someone who says like, hey, I know exactly what you're going through because I'm a creator, too. And I deal with all these issues as well. I knew that there needed to be just one person that I had to call for this. And that was a dear friend from high school and a former guest on Excelsior Journeys. And that is Melissa Hurt. Melissa Hurt is a creative. She is a teacher. She is a mentor. And she is very well versed in issues like anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and everything else that plagues us. So I knew that she was going to be the perfect fit for this. And you're going to hear it for yourself. I was right. I was, I am proud to say that, yes, I was right on this because Melissa has already put together her first three episodes of what is called the Genuine Creative Podcast. And it is a terrific listen and it's, it's incredibly knowledgeable and it's something that I believe will benefit creators for years to come. And we have the host right here to tell us about it. So it is my pleasure to introduce my friend and the latest addition to the Once Upon a Podcast Network, Melissa Hurt. Melissa, how are you? Hey, I am great. I am so great. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for being a part of this network too. I I knew you were going to be a great fit and you you already are. You know, this is going to be is going to be so much fun watching this show grow the way that it, I believe it will. That's so awesome to hear and I'm really excited to be a part of a community that's really working to lift each other up in different ways. I have kind of a behind the scenes look at the different shows that are coming and it really is so diverse and interesting. And man, if I had this, you know, 30 years ago, <laughs> what a gift that would have been. But I'm just glad that we can all take our stories, our lessons from hardship every time we've skinned our knees and we're able to make some magic out of it to help other people and carry it forward. Because we all know that creativity is the lifeblood of the human experience. I truly believe that. So I'm just so thrilled to be a part of it. I love that. Create. Creativity is a lifeblood of the human species. That, that I, that's, the human experience. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're always creating really and we're always making magic somehow, somehow, mm -hmm. whether it's in our relationships, whether it's with a piece of earth that we turn into a garden that can then nourish us or give us a feast for our eyes if it's a flower garden or whether we're writing something that mm -hmm. then can carry over to different languages, different cultures. I mean, we're always creating something. And so yeah. it's just so important to nurture that fire however we yes. can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, tell us a little bit about the name itself. I was really I was really intrigued by the the name. I basically just said that, you know, it needs to I just kind of left it in your hands. I said we need like a creative counselor type of <laughs> of of program. But that was that was the extent of it. You know, like that was basically just like, you know, take this massive whatever you know like whatever you know like i'm giving you and shape it into something that you believe will work and you definitely have so tell us a little bit about what came up with what what made you came up come up with the name itself yeah well i think that a common hardship for a lot of creative people is imposter syndrome mm -hmm. but more than that it's the inner critic and we have outer critics 
how many of us have had other people say, well, what's your backup plan Mm -hmm. or (laughs) any kind of dissuasion or, or, I mean, everyone's got an opinion about your work and how it can be better. I mean, oh my gosh, we are inundated with all of that. And that can really get to your head Mm -hmm. and it can get to your heart and it can cause you to second and third guess yourself and even leave projects in the ditch. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to be a part of this network, I want to work to overcome that for other people, help them have the tools to where they will always be faced with the inner critic. Imposter yeah. syndrome will be sitting on their shoulder. You know, whenever there's something important happening, imposter syndrome will show up. And I'm going to talk you through why that is and how to work through that. But there's, there's we're always going to have that. And so mm-hmm. what I want for people is to feel genuine and keep yeah. it real and know who they are at the center of all of that and never let someone knock them off their path. We can always pivot. We can always grow and take on mm-hmm. different directions, but your anchor will stay the same. And that's knowing who you are and how you are and how you want to show up to make the change in the world that only you can make. And so it made sense to me that if I'm going to counter the inner critic and imposter syndrome and all that BS that gets in our heads and our hearts, the opposite Mm -hmm. of that is being genuine. Something about being genuine means that there's a clarity Mm -hmm. in who you are, a clarity of your message, and a clarity of how you do what you do. Yeah. And so that's why I came up with the name, The Genuine Creative Podcast. I love it. I love it. And I was absolutely riveted when you sent me the first episode <laughs> it was it was about i want to say like about 25 minutes long i think if i'm not mm-hmm, mistaken yeah and yep. it was such a great listen and i was so excited to hear it because this was something that we had been talking about for quite a while you know when when the ideas were first coming together for this network this kind of show was came up very early in the discussions and I think it was around October or something when I reached out to you and I said that, you know, yeah. this is, this is our plan. This is what we're doing and everything. And you were excited about it. You were, yeah. you were intrigued about it. And you're, and then after a while, I think it was around like November or something like that. That's when you delivered the audio for episode one. And I remember being so excited. I went ahead and just like put it on my, on my iPhone. Cause I knew I had to run some errands. And so I set it up on, on my phone, turn, you know, got the car going, turn that on. And I was just, I was into it right from the beginning. You guys are in for an amazing listen because episode one is exactly what I what I hoped it would be. It was Melissa basically saying, look, I am one of you. I am a creative just like you. And these are the things that I've done. So I am on your level. I am not looking down on you. I am not telling you in some, you know, clinical in clinical term terminology that would be alien to you. I would not, you know, I, I am not here to shame you. I am not here to any of that. I am here to embrace you. Because, you know, we are all going through this together. We're all going through this path together. And I was so excited when I heard it because it was exactly what I was hoping for. And I knew you were going to deliver anyway. But you know, like, <laughs> then you go then you go ahead and deliver above and beyond. And I am just I, I'm I'm just so excited for it. And I remember sending a message to Sandra and Stacy, just like this is it. 
this is golden. <laughs> and oh, they awesome. were just and they were just as excited. So so what was what was your what was going through your head when you were laying down that track and in, in, at the beginning yeah. of it all? Well, I appreciate, first of all, I just want to put out a disclaimer. I know that we're on a podcast and some people listen with their little ones in the car. Mm-hmm. I need to say a few words that are maybe not <laughs> if I can, but mm-hmm. just to say, I hate bullshit. That's the only mm-hmm. word for it. I hate yeah. it. So earmuffs mm-hmm. for the little ones, but <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like my mantra in my life is I don't, I don't do bullshit. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so if I'm going to have a podcast called the genuine creative, it's deeply ironic for me to not be myself and not completely be honest and keep it real. Mm-hmm. because it's a disservice to me and it's a disservice to everybody, to the listener. And also just energetically, I don't want to put that out in the world. And so it was important for me in the first episode to just introduce myself and my story and keep it as honest and as real as possible. And because I believe that when we let go of any facade, then we can have a real conversation. Mm-hmm. I I believe in showing my struggle, but also having respect for myself and not showing all of it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. we see on social media, people are just letting everything out and it, and you begin to think this is feeling intrusive, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I will absolutely share with you my hardship and my doubts and imposter syndrome that's come up for me and how I worked with it or through it or how many years it took to get through it. But I also know that in any kind of relationship, any kind of conversation, I offer my hardship knowing that it's just enough for you to, to see me and hear me and say, wow, she's really been through it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I'm still here to, to listen to you. And I know that sounds strange for a podcast, but I genuinely hope that people reach out to me with their stories and what they're going through, because mm-hmm. I see this as the first part of a conversation with people. Mm-hmm. And I can't, ex- I can't expect people to um, open their heart to me if I can't open my heart to them in a way that's mm-hmm. respectful and kind to myself, kind to the arts. You know, I'm not going to be bashing the arts. I think the arts are amazing and we need them in the world, but they're hard. They're hard industries. And there are people that work in the arts that are highly critical people. I have had myself cut off at the knees by my artistic mentors. (laughs) And it's always hurt. (laughs) It's always hard, you know? And so, but despite that, I'm still going to keep it real and show love for them because I've grown through the process. And so, so that's kind of the flavor I took for that first episode is like, listen, I'm going to keep it real and I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm not, I I don't believe in like oversharing, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to be very honest and, and transparent on hardship when it's been there. When I know that it's of service of helping the listener and finding Mm -hmm. that commonality because I think that the artistic journey is very isolating. Mm-hmm. It's very scary to share your work, especially when you feel like it's still in progress, oh, yeah. which it kind of always is because everyone's a critic, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and the artistic process is something we tend to do by ourselves. Even if you're a theater artist, a lot of that initial work is done on your own before you bring it into a rehearsal space with other people. 
Oh yeah. Uh, but a lot of our work is very interior. And so my hope is that as you're going through that self to self level of investigation for your craft, you can listen to my podcast and be like, okay, this is hard, but you know what? Melissa has been through it too. And she's talking me through it right now. Like I'm there for you. I got you. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I was hoping that the show would be. So the fact that you're already dialed into that mindset, that's, that's, that just makes me so excited for how this show is going to unfold. (laughs) So when, when I first offered you this, this chance to, to be on the, on the show, what was your initial reaction? I'm curious. Oh my gosh. Well, Honestly, the very first thing was, oh my God, one more thing on my plate. (laughs) Because, you know, like I, and maybe I can, I'll just speak for myself, but maybe other people can relate. As a creative person, I love creating lots of different things. And it's always fun to, I love process. Process Mm -hmm. is actually a core value of mine. I love process. I love growth. I love nurturing And so I was like, oh, one more thing, one more thing to nurture, one more thing to grow. But then I was like, oh, my God, one more thing. But really, when I sat with it, when I took a breath with it, I was like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. What a what a great way to reach more people. I mean, I have a blog, I have a YouTube channel, and I offer those things as a teaching tool, a way to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. But I know I listen to podcasts every time I go on a walk outside. I that's that's my time to really connect with other people and or learn something. So I thought, wow, what a cool opportunity to be yeah. able to share space with somebody and help them through the life of being a creative person, which is so complicated. Mm-hmm. And whatever I can offer, I'm I'm happy to offer. Because I really at my heart, I'm a teacher. Yeah. I'm a teacher and a nurturer and a mom. And I see all three of those things sharing the same flavor. And so it's just a, a beautiful vehicle for me to do that. That's great. That is great. And I, I'm I'm thrilled that you're that you're in, as enthusiastic about it as you are. <laughs> and I really just am I'm just so excited. So so once you once you delivered that first episode, you got you got to do that. What were your thinks what, what were your thoughts about getting episodes two and three done because we were talking initially that that the best way to kind of launch any show is to have more than one episode out mm-hmm. there at once so that way the the listener is fully aware of that hey this is not just a one a one and done sort of thing you have ideas you have you have your vision of where you want this show to go a lot of, you know, some people would say, would go as extreme as saying release 10 at once. From my experience, three was a good number. It, w- it was just a, a good little number that was not too overbearing for you to actually do all that work and mm-hmm. not get anything, not see any sort of, not see any sort of feedback really for it. It was just like, just kind of getting, getting more than one, but not getting like a full season's worth out in one shot. So three is a good, is a good number. You get three episodes out there and all three of them are going to be launched this week. So that, Mm -hmm. that really just has me, has me excited. So what were your thoughts about using episode one was introducing yourself, but then you had a couple other, you had a couple other subjects for episodes two and three. What were your thoughts on those? You know, it's funny because 
I remember recording episodes two and three pretty soon after I did episode one. Mm-hmm. And then something happened and I lost those files. Oh, <laughs> I had no. to start over. Oh. I, was like, what? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, you know what? This is a learning lesson. I'm just going to pick myself back up and forge ahead. And maybe I should talk about different things instead. I don't even really remember what the topics were of episodes two and three. Maybe I do, but anyway, but I said, okay, it's, this is a permission slip to step back and really get to my heart of like, okay, so what now they know who I am. What's the next thing that I need to say? Let's just, let's just imagine that maybe I've hooked him into saying, oh, I'll have a conversation with her. Cool. What's the next thing I need to say for them to know who I am really? Like, what, what do I offer? Here's who I am, but now what do you have to offer me? And so I started to think about like, what's at the foundation of what I teach my clients. And even as a, I'm a performance teacher as well, what's at the heart of how I work with my students. I teach at the college level, but I also have private clients. So I had to think back on like, what's at the foundation of that. And so for me, it's meditation practice. And please don't think that it means like sitting, you know, with your legs crossed, chanting Om, although I personally love that, but understanding what is meditation practice and what's its value as a creative person. And then how do you keep it real? How do you objectivity? How do you, how do you keep it real so you can keep it genuine? That's one of my mm-hmm. tags, right? It's like yeah. you have to be able to understand the circumstances that you're in so you can have that bird's eye view, but also know what your actual experience is within that. And so in that way, meditation practice is a subjective view mm-hmm. and then keeping it real is an objective view. Mm. And when you can find a way to leverage both, you're in a pretty good spot Yeah, because then you're not getting swept away by your circumstances, mm-hmm. but then you're also not in a robotic place of detachment of saying, ah, I don't know if I want to do this because you're, guess what? You have no choice. You're in it. It's your life. Right. So you're going to feel it. So what do you, what do you choose to do with that? Um, and so if I remember correctly, that that's where I took the next two episodes. It's just kind of laying the, the framework for how I work. Mm-hmm. And then there's all kinds of micro lessons between both of those that I will be sharing and teaching. And my hope is that the podcast isn't just a learning platform for the listener or a chance for me to teach, but it's really a, a chance to I, maybe I'll just do a deep dive into, let's say, the Pomodoro technique, which is, you know, timed, giving yourself a time frame to focus and do one thing. Maybe I'll just be talking about that for an episode because that might be useful for you. Or maybe on another episode, I'll do a bigger, more existential topic of, you know, heartbreak and the Mm. arts. You know, I mean, who's to say, but like, I just, it was important for me to, to share with the listener. These are the main two things that I work through and that I have come to create for myself that I share with other people that I have, helps them find results with for their own Mm -hmm. lives of being more productive, being more clear, finding joy. And it just made sense for me to, to take it there. So it was kind of a blessing that those first, that those episodes got lost that I had to (laughs) re-record because really this is a much more authentic place to start after introducing myself. Excellent. 
Excellent. That that's so that's really exciting. That's a, a really good way to kind of introduce yourself and your process and everything to the audience. So I am I am really excited for that. And so, what do you? Th- how do you feel that the network is co- is coming coming along as of right now? Because right now, obviously, it's in its very early stages. Like mm-hmm. we're starting to we're we're starting to kind of like do this almost like a soft launch of of these shows just kind of like giving each one some spotlight time as they're coming out we just had we just had trisha daniels money over easy podcast started we have your starting up and we we have the other ones that that are that are getting ready as well we have a mimesis that just started it's i think it's either it's first or second episode on the on this platform because originally they Mm. were they're on anchor Mm. so how do you feel that uh, how do you feel that this whole network is going to be coming along. I'm really excited about it. When I saw the graphic and read about money over easy, I was like, that is the coolest show. Mm -hmm. I just, everything. I mean, just money lessons that she learned like with her father, like over, over cooking eggs at the stove. I was like, okay, this is a down home girl. Mm -hmm. And like I said before, I hate bullshit. So this is like as real as it gets. It's like that show money over easy. So I thought if this is, if this is the style of all the other shows Mm -hmm. and I'm in that mix, this is just going to be the coolest network. It really is really like, I I hate pretense. I really do. It has, Mm -hmm. it has its place, I guess, but can we just keep it real with each other and just talk about the real stuff? Cause mm-hmm. there's enough smoke and mirrors happening in the world and we don't need that. So I'm just excited that this network is bringing just real, like open hearted service oriented people together to mm-hmm. uplift. It's, it's just so exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're as excited about it as I am. And the, the shows that have been coming in, it just fits exactly what I was hoping for with so this network. Awesome. You, know, you so, manifested it. You had uh, the dream and you brought it together. Yeah. I mean, it really just kind of came together very yeah. quickly because yeah. I have, I've participated in other networks as well, as well, and was going to start up one initially during the first year of this show that wound up not happening. But the, but the, the feeling was always there. Just like we're, we're always, stronger in numbers we're always oh yeah you know strong when we're kind of like looking out for each other supporting each other because i've been part of of writing groups where you could you could either waste all your time saying buy my book buy my book buy my book or you can say buy his book buy her book buy their book buy this new book that just came out like how awesome is that and then guess what's going to happen they're going to do the same thing for you and just build that support system yeah, you know, in in much greater ways than what you would have if you were just thrown out a bunch of white noise out there. So th- the way that the format is for the show for the genuine creative, you know, it's it's very it's very simplified. It's very streamlined. Are you opening yourself up to having guests on or? A, you know, bringing in Q and As or anything like that? You know, like what do you what do you see for the future of the show? Yeah. I would love to have guests on. I just have to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once I figure that bit of technology out, absolutely. I, cause I mean, I just think that'd be great. I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't intend on just being the one and only voice, right? right? There's lots of different perspectives and ways to do things. Lots of others, lo- other experiences that can help you. 
but mm-hmm. I absolutely want to do Q and A. So like, that's why I'm really hoping people submit their questions to me. And there'll be times where I'll say, Hey, I want to do a show on blank. What are your questions about that? And then I'll spend a whole episode answering questions. I absolutely want this to be as collaborative with the listeners possible. Cause I can't be a teacher without a student. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I believe that, um, I learn as much from other people as a teacher as I do from just my own practice-based research experience, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I really thrive in that collaboration and working with other people. So I, I really hope that the listeners chime in, let me know their thoughts and have questions for me. And I will, I'd love to dedicate episodes to answering questions for sure. Oh, that's great. That's great. And so where can my listeners find you? And find obviously they can go to onceuponapodcastnetwork.com to find the show once it's up. How can listeners reach out to you for potential questions? Sure. Well, I have a website. It's melissahurt.com. And there's a contact me page where you could get to me there. But also what I'd like to do is video record me making these podcasts and put them on my YouTube channel. So that Uh way I'm able to kind of reach more people in different ways. And so if you're watching or listening on YouTube, you can just go into the comments section and leave your Mm -hmm. questions there. And that's a great way to catalog all the different topics that I can then sift together and create new material out of. So two different ways that I hope are useful for the Mm -hmm. listener to reach out. Well, three, we consider just chiming in through the network itself. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. I am, you can hear it in my voice, just how excited (laughs) I am for, for Melissa, for the Genuine Creative Podcast and for Once Upon a Podcast Network as a whole. This is, this is a venture that, as we were saying, was started over Labor Day weekend in September of last year. And all of a sudden we have, we have quite a few shows that are getting ready for launch and, and Melissa's is poised to be a a true leading voice on this network. And I am so thrilled that she is a part of this. I am so thrilled that you guys get to listen to her show and really kind of take it in and hopefully learn as much as possible and take what she is giving you and take it to heart and use it to just Take your take your own skills as far as they can go without all these all these issues that are plaguing us to hold us down. She is giving you the tools to, to go ahead and work with those those issues so that way you can thrive. And that's what she's going to be doing with this show. That's what the network is going to be doing as a whole. And I just can't wait for you guys to join us on this journey. So for Melissa Hurt, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward, and I will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest. 
inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com. 